Welcome back to the Business Lounge podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Ann Jimenez. And in this episode, we're going to chat about the top five business strategies to deploy during a crisis. Welcome to the Business Lounge Podcast, where each week we unpack the hottest online marketing and business strategies so you can grow your business, increase your bottom line, and make a bigger impact. And now, here's your host, Kimberly Ann Jimenez. What's up, familia? I'm coming at you today with a very special episode. Today, we're going to be talking about the top five business strategies that you need to be deploying right now in a time of crisis. We all know there's tons of uncertainty. The world has experienced some insane shifts over the past couple of weeks. And really here in the U.S., we've really felt right that intense um, change to our everyday lives, our lifestyle. We're seeing the stock market crashing. We're looking at what's going on in Italy. We're concerned about our futures. And um, in a time of instability, it's so important to understand, right, how to deal with these types of difficult situations. So as we go through this process, this is going to be a brand new workshop we have created for our business lounge community. This is for our paid members, and we're making it available to you here on the blog, through our YouTube channel, on the podcast. So I just want to let you know that this is going to be a workshop that you want to watch at least twice, more than once, right? I want you to prepare for it because we're going to be talking in part one about how to leverage, right? This opportunity, this change, this time when we're stretched for growth. We're going to be looking at detailed examples of companies in multiple industries, whether they're local companies servicing a local community, how they're positioning themselves as leaders in their respective space or leveraging the internet and a global economy to continue operating through this time of difficulty. So we're going to look at local companies. We're going to look at freelancers. We're going to look at online course creators. We're going to look at so many different examples um, that'll really help you regardless of where you're at right now, whether you're concerned about being laid off and maybe you don't have a brand and you're trying to figure out what a side hustle could be, um, or you're an established company that has had to seize operations, or maybe your supply chain is cut off and you're really struggling to figure out how to make this work. We're going to be covering so many strategies that are going to help you really create a crisis management plan. So this is the time to pull out pen and paper get ready because we're going to dive right in. And before we do, I have one request for you. This is going to be a pitch-free workshop. I think I already said that, but if I didn't, it's totally free, right? There's not going to be an opt-in. There's literally zero uh, incentive uh, for us to create this outside of our membership. We just really want to help you. We want to help you shape, right, your mentality, 
change the way that you approach difficult times. And it's going to be power packed with encouragements because we can do this. There's so much hope. There's so many opportunities out there and we're going to help you leverage them. So would you be amazing and please share this workshop, share it with your friends, with your colleagues, with other business owners. It doesn't matter if they're entrepreneurs or not. People need to hear this message. They need to know that things are going to be okay and that together we will rise. So it would be awesome if you shared this on Twitter, on Facebook, Instagram, wherever it is that you um, kind of hang out and you have a community, that would be amazing. But we're going to jump right into everything that we're going to cover today with this amazing quote that really sets the tone for this workshop. This is from Roger Crawford. And if you don't know who Roger is, please look up this guy. He's amazing. He's a pro tennis player um, with some massive disabilities. And he's also a motivational speaker. He says, being challenged in life is inevitable. Being defeated is optional. And that really, really hit home with me this week as I was going through my own process of getting in the right mindset for dealing with change, right? Understanding how to deal with this process of being challenged and being stretched in ways that some of us didn't expect to be stretched in. Um, and as we go through this entire workshop, I just really want you to realize that in times of desperation, in times of crisis, in times of difficulty, there is always growth, right? Constant growth. We really can't grow. We can't experience, experience the best versions of ourselves if we're not challenged, if we're not experiencing some kind of obstacle and difficulty. Now, thankfully, most of us in this community are online business owners and we've set ourselves up intentionally for growth regardless of the economy, right? We've leveraged a positioning that allows and enables us to reach a global community, a global economy. And therefore, we are probably experiencing a lot less change than most companies who operate, you know, in the physical space, meaning service providers, freelancers, creators. That's not to say that as online business owners, we can't leverage this situation to one, serve bigger, right? To be ultra generous, to take care of our audiences. Two, to really force ourselves to look at our strengths and our weaknesses. What are areas in our companies that really need to be repositioned? What are some of the things that we could be doing better? How could we be reaching people with our message? How could we be ready for these situations? And what would you know potentially uh, be a scenario where we couldn't operate our businesses through the internet? And so all those things should be things you, be, you should be asking yourself as you go through this process, as we go through this workshop and we talk about what are the things that really matter. And so before we get, get into, you know, individual strategies like, okay, you know, step one, do this, step two, do that. I think it's really important to touch on this particular topic. And that is, guys, we are responsible for every single thing that happens in the world. As humanity, we need to take accountability of how we respond to situations, right? A lot of times, um, we don't understand how our decisions impact the economy, how our decisions, you know, make a difference in people's lives, in our own cities, in our own towns. And 
of course, there's a lot of panic and there is a lot of hysteria and there is a lot of concern and a lot of it is totally justifiable, but we cannot choose to unpack and live in our fear, right? We have to choose perseverance over panic. We can't allow the fear to just really paralyze us because we as entrepreneurs, we as small business owners, we are in charge of continuing to move the economy forward. And I think that we need to take this really seriously, right? There's so much panic and hysteria and Rightfully so. I understand people's lifestyles are changing. It's scary to feel like, you know, there's uncertainty around, are you going to get sick? You know, will you be able to survive this? And I think that we need to take a step back and be rational, right? Think about, okay, yes, this is a serious crisis. It's a pandemic. It's spreading quickly. It's scary. We need to take conscious measures. We need to use common sense and we need to be leaders in our respective communities, but we can't freak out, right? We can't like unpack and live in panic. That is not a healthy, productive way of dealing with difficult situations, dealing with fear. And so this is a time where we really need to double down and work on our psyche. We need to work on our mental resilience. We need to exercise faith, right? I don't know if you're seeing what's happening in the world, but I take a look at my Facebook feed and I'm terrified. I, the things that people are posting and the things that people are sharing and the way that the media is massively taking advantage of the situation and raking in the dough with those amazing ratings because everybody is consuming coronavirus stuff. I just it's, it's really incredible to see. And so I think that as entrepreneurs, as small business owners, we need to be the voice of reason. You know, we need to stay calm. We need to be empathetic around other people's fears, but we need to demonstrate what it is like to stand up and be a leader. We need to lead by example and say, guys, you know, this is happening you know, we're going to deal with it. This is a difficult situation. We're going to take precautions, but we're also going to keep moving forward. We're not going to, you know, just sit back and uh, sip on some hot chocolate and watch Netflix. We're going to roll up our sleeves and get to work. We need to keep this economy going. We need to keep the economy moving. The more small businesses struggle, the the longer we'll have to be uh, in self-isolation, the more our economy is going to, to, continue experiencing a hard hit. And so instead of just constantly being, you know, in hypo, hyper alertness and thinking that this is the end of, of the U.S. economy and that we're going to just nosedive into, um, you know, a 10-year recession, let's use common sense, right? Let's look at the data. Let's really look at informed um, sources. Let's make sure that we're consuming information from the right resources, which we will link below. And let's just calm down. Let's take a step back and really look at, okay, what does this actually mean? Um, And how can we prepare for it, uh, whether it happens or not? And how can we continue moving forward? Because life has to go on. We cannot be stuck in this like intense paralysis of fear and immediately go to the worst possible scenario thinking that, you know, everyone we love is going to die and there's going to be a 10 year recession and the market is going to collapse and nothing's going to come back to normal because that's not the case, right? Right now, we don't know what's going to happen day to day. 
We have heard from so many entities in the government and World Health Organization that we're looking at a 30-day period, right? We're looking at 30 days. We're, we're not sure what's going to happen after that. And so I want you to take day-by-day -day precautions, right? Be smart, but don't start like trying to predict what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen. And so we have to prepare for the unknown and hope for the best, right? We have to hope for the best and think, you know what? The summer is coming. Things are going to warm up. This freaking virus is going to go away at some point and we will survive. We will make things happen. We can't freak out and think that this is the end of the world. No, we're going to double down. We're going to do what it takes to make sure that we're positioned in a way that will enable us to leverage this as an opportunity for growth in whatever area that might be. And then we're going to live our life and we're going to literally do it one day at a time. We're going to do it together. So I think that's really important to think about as we're going through this process. Um, and I just have one rule for you as you go through the workshop. I want you to think about how you can apply this to your individual brand, your individual business, and your particular lifestyle, right? If you are a local business, how is this going to apply to you? If you don't have a business at all and you're worried about, you know, job security, how can you take this information and leverage it? And as we dive into, let's talk about strategy number one, which is what we were just touching on. Guys, the first strategy to deploy in a crisis is getting your mind right. You need to get in the right headspace. You need to breathe in. Hey you, sorry to interrupt this episode, but did you hear? We have fan mail on the podcast, which means that now you get to text us your questions, your suggestions for future episodes, and you also get to give us feedback on what you like and don't like about the show. So from any of the episodes on your favorite podcast app, you'll see in the description right up top, it's going to say, text me a question. You can follow that link and send us a text message and we'll get it right into our podcast app, which is so amazing because now I don't have to tell you guys, hey, go follow us on Instagram and DM us your questions. You could do it right here from the show. So what are you waiting for? Ask us the question, ask for recommendations, or give us feedback on what our next episode should be all about. Like our friend from Tyler, Texas, who just wrote in and said, hey, I would love to see what it looks like to work with Kimberly. I have products that are not selling. They're great products and we can get them to the cart, but abandon it. Need help with the offer and the process. Is this something you offer? I need eyes on the price. And listen, friend from Tyler, Texas, yes, we do. And we're going to do a whole episode just answering your question because it was that good. And hey, if you want to be shouted out, if you want your questions answered, or if you're just curious about a specific topic that we cover on the show, all you have to do is follow that little link below each episode that says, text me a question and you can text us right from your mobile device. All right, back to the show. Breathe out. Having an intense and acute sense of reality is only going to be possible if you're in the right mindset. It doesn't matter how many strategies I teach you here to be able to leverage, you know, the situation and look at different alternatives for creating income and being profitable during this 
season of crisis, it doesn't matter how many hacks or how many tips I throw your way. If you are not taking care of your mental health through this time, if you're not in the right headspace, if you don't have the right attitude, there's nothing I can do for you, my friend. That's the truth. I hate to say it, but it's the truth. If you are panicking and freaking out and you're staying up till four in the morning because you don't know what's going to happen, that is not a healthy place for you to be. It is definitely not going to be a place where you're going to be able to perform optimally. optimally. And when there's a crisis, you need all of your mind to be working, right? In the best possible way. You need to be level-headed. You need to make sure that things are not escalating in your mind, that you're not predicting things that will not happen and that you're not making crazy decisions when you don't have all the facts. So what are we going to do in order to get our mind right? Number one, we are going to double down on gratitude. We're going to double down on gratitude. We're going to take a step back and we're going to really think through some of the things that help us, right? For me, I really rely on my faith during these times and I take time to pray every single day. I I start my day by reading the word. It's part of my morning routines, part of my workday startup routine. And that really helps me connect with, um, you know, who I am as a person. It connects me with higher power and it gives me so much hope for the future. I also love meditation. I, I absolutely love the Calm app. Highly recommend it. You know, doing five, 10 minutes of meditation two, three times a day during this time is really, really beneficial. Whenever you're feeling an overwhelming sense of um, just instability or fear, take some time out, do a little bit of meditation, right? Teach your body how to deal with stress. We're all making key decisions during this time period. There is stress for us at different levels. And so we really want to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves. And that really, you know, continues to be an overarching theme here. If we don't take care of ourselves, we are the number one asset in our companies. And so literally you need to protect the asset. You need to double down on the asset. And that's why this is such an important time for self-care. So I want you to bust out your self-care toolkit and start looking at ways you can take care of yourself more than usual in times of stress, in times of uncertainty, in times when we're stretched we need to take care of ourselves, both mentally, spiritually, and physically. And so whatever that means for you, I want you to dot down right now, pull out your pen and paper and write down what are three things that you can do in each of these categories this week that'll help you stay as positive as happy and as healthy as possible so that you can operate at a higher level so that you can reach goals that you've set regardless of this current climate so that you can continue moving your brand and your company forward and so that you can step up right to the plate that you can really become the best version of yourself during this time so that you can look back on it and say, wow, life threw at me everything it had and I survived. And I promise you, you know, as you're going through this process, there's so many um, distractions right now. And I just, I need you to double down and commit to taking care of yourself. So 
whether that means disconnecting, meditating, talking to a friend through this time to take care of your mental health on, you know, really doubling down your spirituality, reading the word, praying, listening to uplifting music, maybe chatting with someone um, who has, shares the same set of beliefs during this time that you guys can encourage and support each other. Amazing. And then of course, moving your body, right? Moving your body. Please, there's like a billion at-home workouts out there. Um, if you have one, let us know. We'd love to create a resource for our community. So if you're a fitness professional out there and you have a special COVID-19 workout for folks, let us know, reach out, and we'll happily link it in the resources below. But it's so important to move your body. You need to experience relaxation. You need to really just keep your immune system up. And that means movement. You can't just sit down or lay down all day long. That's not healthy. And I want to make sure, again, we're doubling down on our self-care toolkit. Now, over on our free mastermind group on Facebook, I shared earlier this week some of the things that I've been doing to keep my health in check, just really practice some self-care during this time because on top of everything that's been going on in the world, we're making really difficult decisions. We're in the process of hiring, we're deploying huge projects, and we're also making you know a lot of stressful uh, decisions as we're going through this process. Plus on top of it, I was sick, not Corona, but we're still sick. And so there's a lot going on. So one of the things that um, I wanted to share with you guys was how I was taking care of myself. And really, Chris and I have made it a point to disconnect from all the hysteria. We literally have gone to extensive. Chris has deleted his apps. My team is doing the same thing. They're just removing themselves from Facebook. They're removing themselves from Twitter. And then we're just consuming information on our terms, right? We're deciding, okay, these are the two times we're going to tune into news. If something really terrible happens, you know, we'll hear from it from our parents or, you know, from our friends. It's not going to be a situation where we're not going to have the latest information. We don't need to be glued, you know, watching coronavirus stuff and just being completely consumed with all the fear and all of the terrible negativity that, you know, is going on in the world. Otherwise there's like this looming cloud over you the whole time and you can't focus on growth. You can't focus on reaching your goals. You can't focus on being productive, on servicing your clients, on being there for your team. So distance is so important during these times. Disconnect from the media. You're a creator. You're not a consumer. And so really this time I need you to double down on your creation. We'll talk more about that in the second part of the workshop, but the first step in that is disconnecting from things that are not serving you. So make sure to consume information on your own terms and not the other way around. And so I asked you guys to also share what are some of the things that you're doing through this process? Um, you know, as you're going through this crisis, how are you taking care of yourself? And Carolyn said, I aim for eight to nine hours of sleep. I'm eating more veggies and fruits. I'm drinking more water, practicing yoga daily, a minimum of 30 minutes. I'm walking the dog and I'm spending quality time with my kid and a lot of laughter. So kudos to you, Carolyn. That's amazing. I love that you're sharing all this awesome stuff with us. Then Gregory says, um, I'm adding a multivitamin to my breakfast routine and dialing down my caffeine intake. I'm also being ruthless about regular light exercise. Otherwise, no real change in my normal routine, which is awesome. I don't know about you guys, but it's funny. I, I've been seeing all these memes about, you know, the moment you realize that your lifestyle is 
quarantine. And it's so funny because as online creators, like we're just home all the time. Majority of us are. Um, so there isn't a huge disruption in our day to day when people are like, Oh my God, you know, I can't do this or can't do that. I can go to work. Like we, we operate from home. So can totally relate. And then last one, Jeanette says practicing Kundalini totally butchered that guys. Sorry. That type of yoga, mainly breathing work and meditation. Breathing work is great for the immune system. Also keeping up with my daily routine, waking up early, exercising, eating as clean as possible, going to bed early and finding joy in my daily activities. I love this guys. So many awesome, you know, recommendations from members in our mastermind Facebook group. So that's one of the resources that I would leverage right now. There's over 10,000 entrepreneurs in that group. And we're just supporting and encouraging each other in there. So I'm going to leave a link below on this episode so you can check it out and join us. And you can read through all the awesome recommendations everyone's had. I think it's important to be inspired and take care of ourselves. So self-care toolkit, super important. So let's dive into strategy number two, shifting gears here as we talk about making a plan, right? We're going to talk about a crisis plan what you should be taking care of, what you need to not engage in right now. What are the decisions you should not be taking? And this is a really simple process, but it's so powerful and important. And I really want to begin it by doubling down and committing on perseverance over panic, right? Choosing to persevere, being resilient, understanding that you have everything it takes to succeed in any economy, in any situation right? The world is your oyster, my friend, and you have the skills or you can acquire the skills to figure it out. You got to believe in yourself. You got to build up your self-confidence and trust that you are going to do the work or that you've been doing the work to position yourself to succeed in any climate. And so as we're going through this process, you know, I really want to make sure that you're giving yourself credit and understanding that you're more than capable. You really do have everything it takes to win regardless of what life throws at you. And as we go through this process, again, we're doubling down on gratitude. What are we grateful for, right? What do we have right now? Do we have our health? Do we have a loving family? Do we have a supportive spouse? Do we have access to unlimited resources through the internet? Do we have, you know, the gift of vision and do we have, you know, calmness? Do we have, you know, food on our table and security and, and shelter? All those things are things to be grateful for regardless of where you're at. And I say this and I, I never want you guys to think like, oh my gosh, you know, that's easy for you to say, Kim, because you've been building your business online. And so you're probably not worried or not affected. And the reality is, yes, that's true. I, I spend a lot of time building my business and positioning it for a time like this. But remember, there was a time where we struggled very, very, very badly. Um, you know, multiple times when we were growing our first company, we had massive losses. I mean, one decision that led to an incredible set of unfortunate events that literally made us lose 90% of our revenue overnight. Like I know what it's like to literally have to sell my car to make rent. I know what it's like to have to do laundry in a bathtub. I know what it's like to live on beanies and weenies, rice and beans, and you know, ramen noodles. Like 
I get it. Trust me. There's been times where our bank account has, you know, had negative $2,000 in it. Um, there's been crazy amounts of deals that have gone south for us and we've lost hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, so trust me when I tell like my husband had a health crisis, we've had so much happen to us over the past 10 years. So I get it. Like I was graduating high school when 2008 happened and the economy tanked. there was no opportunities, uh, you know, for us as we were headed into the real world. And in fact, my husband, Chris, he started our first company that grew to multiple seven figures in 36 months during the recession, right? When literally there was no money to be made when we were at a standstill, um, we figured out ways to make it happen and grow and continue moving forward. So I know what it's like, regardless of where you're at, whether you're lost your key, you know, most important client, or maybe you're experiencing some growth because you positioned yourself um, to be a player during a time like this, I get it. I understand. Trust me when I tell you I've been through it. And that's why I can talk about it now. Don't think that I just had this like amazing, you know, foresight. And I just decided that I was going to, um, you know, create this online business and I would be positioned forever. No, this came out of tons of struggle, right? This came as a result of doing a lot of things that didn't work of failing epically of, you know, not knowing the direction that I was going to take. So I get it. I understand. I, there is no situation or circumstance that you can't overcome, that you can't pull yourself out of. There's hope and there is always a way. And that's what this is about. It's really understanding that we can leverage whatever situation we're at, that we need to accept it and we need to move forward. So here are the three questions that I need you to ask yourself as you're creating your own crisis plan. Number one, where is the opportunity? As entrepreneurs, we're innovators, we're creators. This is where we thrive. We thrive, right, off of solving problems. And this is a giant problem. This has tons of obstacles potentially for a lot of entrepreneurs, especially if you are, you know, in the transportation industry or you are potentially, um, you know, in the restaurant business or you're in um, hospitality. All of those industries are getting hit really hard right now, but there's always an opportunity. So where is the opportunity today and how can I win in this current climate? Where is the opportunity today and how can I win in this current climate. Number two, what's already working, right? What's already working in my business right now? And how can I double down on profit generating strategies? So if there is an area in your company that's been doing well and it's continuing to do well, awesome. Leverage that. There might be other areas in your company where you're taking a hit. Maybe you were planning an event and you had to cancel that, or maybe um, some of your clients, you know, are experiencing a lot of disruption during this time period and you need to put that on pause. You need to put it on hold. But what is another area that you could reallocate, you know, some of those resources that you can double down on that is doing really well? So I'll give you a quick example. A lot of times during this period, lots of local businesses, right, they're completely unable to operate. And so 
if they've been smart and they've been positioning themselves for this, this point or this point in time, now they're leveraging their online services or their online products. And they're taking that aspect of the business, doubling down while things calm down, while, you know, we kind of get back into our normal routine once this whole crisis is over. Um, and so they're just looking at ways to change these things. Another thing you can think about is, okay, you know, if there isn't something that's currently working, if everything I have right now is at a standstill, boom, that is a massive opportunity for you to reassess where you're at and where you're going, right? Think about, okay, if I can't operate during quarter two, then I need to plan and use this time to really double down on what am I going to do quarter three, quarter four? How do I plan to win and triple my revenue, right? During those two quarters so that I can recoup whatever's going on right now. And so don't get it twisted. There's always an opportunity and a chance to look at what has worked um, and opportunities for growth. And so I really want you to take some time right now and write down some of the ideas that you might have. I'm about to give you some dope examples of different companies that have done really cool things to position themselves. Um, but for now, I want you to think for yourself and use your vision. I'm going to pause the video. We're going to have a little music. You're going to fill out these two questions and then we're, we're going to come back for question number three. to interrupt, but I have a little favor to ask. If you're enjoying this podcast episode so far, I would love it if you would leave us a review over on iTunes. I read every single one and I can't tell you how excited I get to hear from you. Plus, you would be helping us to reach even more entrepreneurs and make a bigger impact. So head over to iTunes and let me know what you think of the show so far. And hey, you might even score some brownie points while you're at it. All right, good job. Now let's talk about question number three. What skills do I need to leverage? So in these times, I really want you to have some self-awareness. What are you really good at that you could deploy in these difficult times? I'll give you an example. So for me, I'm really good at conversion optimization. I'm really good at turning existing traffic, existing customers into repeat customers, into you know higher uh, conversions, into more leads, into more sales. I know how to double down and leverage what I have in terms of assets and turn that into profit. It's why we preach, right? Profitability over popularity. It's why we have a small social media audience, but a huge company. And so it's one of those things where I really want you to double down on your special skill set. Like what's your superpower? What's that one thing that is your secret sauce that you know how to do really well? Maybe it's you're amazing at selling and communicating, right? Your value. Maybe you're just an amazing nurturer. And this is a time where you can double down on taking care of your community, of adding value to your people, taking care of them in a personal way. Maybe you're a visionary and you're really good at seeing the opportunity that most people miss. That is an amazing skill that you need to double down on. Or maybe perhaps, you know, you're just an amazing manager. You understand how to take care of a team, make them feel empowered and extract the best out of your people so that they can shine in their respective position and in turn 
help your company move forward through this difficult time. So whatever that is for you, I want you to double down on that skill and figure out, okay, are there any resources that I need to reallocate in my company? You know, where are we spending the majority of our time? Where are we spending the majority of our resources, whether that's money, energy, or time spent? What is it in our company that's generating the most? Where are we actually you know, being very profitable? Where are we moving forward? Where do we have momentum? And how can we double down and maybe reallocate resources that we are spending elsewhere that could really serve us? So for example, I'll tell you this, um, when we look at the practical application to let's say a marketing strategy, um, if you're spending a ton of money on Facebook ads and you're seeing a lot of growth there, but then maybe you're also spending some money on let's say Twitter and it's not doing so great right now, pull your budget and start, you know, doubling down on what's working, start thinking strategically for us. Um, we have always seen the most growth in our company from SEO. So YouTube has been incredible for us. Um, during these times, Pinterest is something we're doubling down like crazy right now and our blog. So the current traffic that we have, so we're doubling down there and we're pulling some of the resources from other platforms that are great, but are not necessarily generating the most amount of revenue for us. So we love Instagram. It's an amazing nurture strategy, but it's not our main driver, right? So we're going to be spending more of our time and our energy in places that are going to move the needle in our company. And so sitting down and thinking about, okay, what is my skill set? What is my area of genius? And how can I take that skill set? leverage it and reallocate resources accordingly is extremely important in a time of crisis. You need to be hyper strategic with your process and your thinking. I want you to reassess the way that you see your company and train your mind to operate at a higher level, right? We need to step it up as entrepreneurs. We need to think if you are a six figure earner, you need to start thinking like a seven figure earner. Some point or another, I've um, you know purchased products from, encountered, heard of, followed, really appreciated. And I'm going to show you that right now. All right. So here's example number one. This is James Coffee Co. And they operate in Canada and they also have a shop in San Diego. And I absolutely love some of the really cool things they're doing here. So for starters, they partnered with Peter McKinnon, who has over 4 million subscribers on his YouTube channel partnered together to create um, some awesome swag as well as a custom blend of coffee, which is really cool. And you can see all of these are for purchase, you know, on their website, even though they probably are not able to operate, at least not to the full extent that they usually are right now. I'm sure that their business is driving, you know, a lot of traffic and they're still making money. They're still able to leverage these resources for growth. So they're leveraging their partnership with a massive influencer on YouTube. And I'm sure that's going well for them. Now you'll see here, they sell apparel, accessories, mugs, uh, different collections, which is so cool for, you know, a coffee company. They sell gear, which is intense, like 
physical products, which is so smart and makes total sense when you're running a local company. And so I hope that you're seeing that as a local business, you can still leverage online marketing. You can still leverage an online presence and have a massive revenue stream that can come outside of your local geographical area. You know, I truly believe that in 2020, every local company needs to have at least one revenue source that's coming from the internet, right? There's so many things that you could leverage from physical products to services, to courses, to training, workshops, gear, you know, so many cool things. Now we move along and we see, okay, not only do they have their own, you know, products, physical products to make coffee, they sell their own blends of coffee, now they actually have classes too. And how cool would it be if these classes, even though it seems like these happen, you know, at their actual locations, what if they took these classes online and packaged them into a workshop that they offer during this time? That's a really cool way of keeping people engaged. You know, a lot of people are at home right now and they may be wanting to learn something new. Actually, I know they want to learn something new. They're looking for entertainment and they're looking for, you know, something new and productive to do. So why not learn how to brew coffee in a new way? Awesome, awesome positioning and a great leveraging point. But that's not all. There's also... A coffee subscription, y'all. How bold is this? And how freaking rad is it that James Coffee Co. doesn't just serve coffee in their local shop. They also freaking mail it to you based on, you know, whatever kind of blend you prefer. So you select the blend that you like. And then you go here and you decide what size and how often you want it delivered. So yes, I know right now, you know, there's definitely a slowdown in delivery because all of these amazing logistics companies are totally backed up. I know Amazon, you know, definitely came on and said, Hey, we're going to prioritize restocking essentials. We're going to be behind on our orders because we're just experiencing insane amounts of orders right now, but we're going to get your stuff to you. And so people are patient. They understand, you know, maybe your products won't get there as quickly as usual. It's still an amazing opportunity to leverage right now. And Jeans Coffee Co. is totally positioned for a crisis. They're positioned for growth in a time like this. So something to think about. Now let's take a look at Red Dress Boutique. Okay. So this company actually started um, in Athens, Georgia, where Chris and I started our first companies too. And at first it was just a local boutique selling you know, really cute items of clothing. And what's crazy is they've now grown, um, you know, to at last I heard 2018, they were a $15 million a year company. Okay. Little boutique started from scratch in little Athens, Georgia, population 127,000, 15 million in revenue in 2018. That is wild. Okay. And they're 100% doing so through the internet, guys. You know, these customers are not coming from their local um, reach or their local presence. Of course, that's important. And they still have, you know, their warehouse and their shop in Athens. But they're leveraging a global, you know, economy. They're leveraging global reach. And they're positioned for growth in a time like this. Because what are people doing right now? They're shopping online. You know, they're, they're buying things via the internet because they can't really go to a store. So why not do that? Next up is 
Rebecca Robeson from Robeson Design. And if you have never checked out her amazing channel on YouTube, highly recommend that you do. This woman is a legend. She started her YouTube channel during the last crash in 2008 when you know she had absolutely no clients because no one was spending on interior design so she started making videos and now has over a million subscribers she's incredible servicing clients all over the world she has incredible design projects that she does high-end reveals for on her youtube channel but she also is leveraging her know-how into these design sessions, which I have probably been a part of for two years and I love them. So she has this online membership where she charges you $10 a month and you get a full hour of um, design, you know, know-how from her every month. So she has a live masterclass and shows you what you know this month's session is she shows you how to develop your design skills and learn how to make your home beautiful and for ten dollars a month it's incredible she has thousands and thousands of members in her community and it's just an additional revenue source for her and her team i'm sure that in times like this when probably most of their projects are halted they're totally leveraging their online classes to deliver a service via the internet and they're making bank doing it. They're also sharing their line of physical products, which I'm sure they're pushing right now. So again, another great example of a service provider who's taking the time to invest in her online presence, sharing tons of value through her YouTube channel, and then leveraging her positioning and her revenue sources and positioning herself for an awesome opportunity like this. And so I hope by now you're seeing and you're getting a lot of ideas of what you could potentially be doing as a brand to position yourself as an industry leader, to look at how other brands are leveraging the internet, regardless of whether or not you're a local shop or you're a course creator or you're a service or freelancer. There's so many ways that you could package your skill set, that you could create products, that you could really just extend your reach through the internet. There's no need to panic and freak out. It's all about pivoting and positioning yourself. All right. So we looked at examples from physical stores. We looked at service providers. We looked at examples of how you could be totally leveraging the internet. But what if you're a course creator or maybe you don't have, you know, a business yet? What do you do? What are some of the things that you could do to leverage this time? So that's what we're going to talk about right now. We're going to talk about examples of how to do that. And one of my students and one of our students, here in the business lounge runs this amazing site um, and membership called score club so his name is alan and alan is a rad composer y'all i'm talking he's had clients like disney hire him to create incredible soundtracks that are just so moving. In fact, highly, I'm going to link his website, highly encourage you to check it out um, and listen to one of his audio clips. It's literally right here. It's so moving. So this is Alan. He's an incredible composer and he's packaged his skill set and know-how while keeping, you know, his business, his full-time gig, which is composing, writing, directing music um, for these amazing films, for these huge companies and clients. And he's packaged that information into a membership site. So he has this cool score club where he releases new courses. He has a bunch of different ones to teach other composers how to level up their skill set, right? Alan is not, you know, a marketing maven, but he's done the work. He's rolled up his sleeves. He's incredible at what he does. He's such a talented human and he's leveraged, you know, an, 
understanding marketing strategies to really grow his company. And now when he's, you know, busy doing, um, all of, you know, his composing and he's working on big projects, he still has an awesome income stream that's coming in. He just started score club last year and he already has a hundred plus members um, in that community. He's making really good money teaching people how to do what he does. And it's just an amazing opportunity. So if you're a teacher, if you are, um, you know, an engineer, if you're an architect, there's so much potential for you to grow. We've seen how Rebecca did that. And now we've seen how Alan has done that. You could do that too. There's no reason for you not to leverage this amazing opportunity that the internet provides you. And so if you're right now, you know, trying to figure out, okay, how do I move forward? What is my first step? I want you to take a pause and know that we got you. Okay. This isn't a pitch or anything, but we have so many free resources over on our blog. I'm going to link our start here page on our website. And you're going to see there's three different badges, three different doors you can walk through on our website. Whether you want to learn social media marketing, whether you want to learn online business, or you want to learn branding, there's so many resources in that start here page. We can leverage all of that. There's over a hundred uh, videos on our uh, library on YouTube. There's infinite amount of blogs. Well, there is, they're, they're not infinite, but there's over 200 blogs on our website that you could read through. And I'm actually going to link a uh, entire series of how to get your first client. Like what is a first step that you take in order to set yourself up for success and get this done, right? Actually move forward, implement all the ideas that we're talking about right now. Now, as a course creator, if you're trying to figure out, okay, like how do I win in this market? Like, what do I do? I'm selling courses, your position for growth right now, my friend, like we are seeing an onslaught of new students in our community that are trying to learn how to position themselves right in this market. And it's understandable. I it's amazing. I get it. Um, they're like, okay, this is the push I needed to really move my business forward and online. And so they're joining our courses. And I think that this is an amazing time for you as a course creator. So one of the strategies that I would deploy as a course creator right now is Facebook ads, like they're, they're so hot right now because so many advertiser or advertisers are pulling out of Facebook because they're freaking out. They're scared and get this scared money. Don't make money. We've all heard that phrase. And it's so true. This is a time to double down. Like I'm increasing my ad spend. I'm diversifying my ad spend. I haven't stopped investing in my business. Um, and it's awesome because we have an increase of inventory, meaning we have an increase of eyeballs in the newsfeed right now because everyone's checking Facebook frantically, which means there's more space in the newsfeed. Um, and at the same time, there's less competition because advertisers are pulling out. They're saying, oh, you know, I don't know what's going to happen and I don't want to spend my money, which is crazy. So this is a great opportunity for you to start growing. In fact, I was just talking to Alan and he was running a couple of ad campaigns that are getting great feedback and he's growing his membership. He's seeing more students come in precisely because they're spending more time online. This is a great opportunity to get to, you know, joining that membership they've been meaning to join or buy that course they've been meaning to take. 
amazing place to leverage your skill set right now. So I would be doubling down on Facebook ads. I would be looking at your conversion optimization. I would be looking at how you can really support your community and not just come at it from a perspective of like, get, 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 right. We want to be here for our people. We want to take care of them. So think of ways you can be extra generous with your community. Think, think of ways that you can add so much value and showcase your know-how and give before you ask anything in return of them really support them and start leveraging that for momentum and growth. Now, what if you've been laid off and you need a side hustle right now? Things are slow. You know, you might really just need, um, to figure out how to make quick cash. Here are a couple ideas. Um, number one, you can start thinking of maybe starting your own little business on eBay, you know, so you can start selling things you already have in your home on eBay, or you can start an Etsy shop. Maybe you sell crafts or you sell some leather goods or you sell some of your digital art. There's so many opportunities there that you should totally research, double down on and check out. Another thing you could do is apply for VA positions. There's still companies that are hiring. And if you're willing, to, you know, do some VA work, maybe on a part-time basis or a temporary basis, that could be a great gig. Another thing is DoorDash. You know, there's still people working and um, people need food. There's people delivering food left and right. And that might be a great way to just make some side income while things are at a standstill. You can also, you know, get a transcription job. And uh, I know there's companies that, you know, pay 18 to $20 per hour for transcription. So I'll leave a couple links in the blog that we're putting together for you guys on that as well. You can also take this time to start a YouTube channel, double down on affiliate marketing, maybe, you know, teach an online course, get things started, get things moving. Maybe, even sell your course. There's so many different course sites that you could be leveraging right now. And these are just a couple ideas. If you type in side hustles on Google, there's a billion things that are going to come up. So there's opportunity. There's a chance for you to make money and leverage this situation. Don't worry. And the inevitable question I will get from artists and content creators is, okay, what do we do, right? If you're an artist, you might have this negative thought pattern. that's like, oh, well, people are not going to buy art right now. Like, you know, I need to just think about something else because they're just not going to put their money in it. And that might be true. But the reality is this is what we need you the most, you know, Art brings so much joy to people. It makes people feel encouraged and connected. And why don't you use this time to put together a really awesome piece that maybe showcases the hope behind, you know, all this crisis and maybe showcases humans coming together and is a really amazing talking point. This is how tons of artists, you know, showcase their work in times of difficulty and crisis and struggle. We depend on people like you to really remind us of what we're made of, to give us hope and give us encouragement. And those are extremely valuable skills and extremely valuable assets. So Think about how you can package a piece of work that showcases the current climate and use it on social media. You know, it might be one of those things that just goes viral and helps you grow your brand. So get exposure. There's so much you can do right now. Don't put yourself in a box. There is no box, literally. Our boxes literally are our own limitations. So I want to make sure that you're thinking outside the box and reaching, you know, those people with your message that need you the most right now. And of course, if you're a creator, maybe you have a YouTube channel and that's how you monetize. Maybe you are an Instagram influencer. 
you're doubling down on content right now, right? You're creating content. You are creating more brand deals. You are doubling down on affiliate marketing. This is the time to double down on what's working in your business and make it happen. All right. And last but not least, once we have our crisis plan, we brainstormed ideas as to how we're going to pivot and move forward. Now we got to share that plan with our family, with our friends, with our business team, with our squad. It's important that you keep the people in your life updated on what's going on because they're probably going to want to support you and help you through this time, right? Whether it's challenging or it's a time of growth, we want to be able to band together with the people that we love the most and who can support us. Maybe that means, you know, telling your spouse what your plans are about so that maybe he can play with the kids while you get, you know, going on your online workshop or Maybe it means asking your mom to come over and, you know, watch the kiddos while you film a couple videos. It just really wants you to leverage people's support in this time because you're going to need it. You're going to need all the support that you could possibly get. If you have a team, guys, this is the time to really double down and support them. You need to encourage them. You need to lead, right? And be a model for what you expect during this time. And so Chris and I had meetings with our team yesterday until like 11 o'clock at night. We were talking about all the challenges that we're facing, how we're going to band together and work through them, how we're going to support them through this time. Reassure your people that you have their back. Share with them your vision. Share how they can step into their roles and lead and really help position your company so you can reach your ultimate goal faster. And with that, guys, we're wrapping up part one of this workshop I want you to stay positive. You got this. Remember, you have everything it takes to thrive in any circumstance. I'm counting on you to lead. It is up to us entrepreneurs to keep the world moving forward, to look at opportunity when people see chaos, and to really serve and take care of our communities while we're going through crisis, you know, as, as a whole, as humanity. I'm really proud of you if you're here because you're 10,000 steps ahead of everyone else. The fact that you're here and you've decided to level up, to double down, to roll up your sleeves and do the work speaks volumes about the kind of entrepreneur, human that you are and the kind of leader you're becoming. So I just want to say Thank you for being here. I love you. Let me know what questions you have in the comment section below. We'd love to address those. And until next time, I want you to stay positive, stay calm, and stay profitable. I'll see you in part two of this workshop where we'll talk about content strategy, how to implement your plan, and so much more. Bye for now. So you know how building an online business can be totally overwhelming. You're probably learning the strategies from YouTube, other blogs, podcasts, and taking courses that are all great, but sometimes give you contradictory and even confusing advice. I get it. It's hard to filter through which strategies you should be implementing right now to grow your online business versus the ones that you should stow away for the future, you know, when you're actually ready to implement them. And that's exactly why we designed the online success path. Inside, we broke down the six stages of a successful online business. Validate, launch, hustle, breakthrough, profit, and scale. And we designed a complete roadmap inside the Business Lounge membership just for you. Inside each stage, you will find a step-by-step -step action guide tailored to the specific challenges you'll encounter during the stage of business you are currently at.
complete with getting started tips so you can know exactly what to expect, video tutorials so that you can implement new strategies, action items so you stay on track, plus full-blown courses to help you focus only on the tasks that will accelerate your progress right now and take you to the next level in your business journey while keeping you accountable and overwhelm-free. So if you're ready to take your online business to the next level, get started at jointhebelounge.com. And hey, we're interrupting the show real quick just to tell you about the sponsor of this episode. If you want to finally stop ghosting your audience, for good and move away from inconsistency with your content creation, we have the perfect solution for you. It's our brand new content calendar playbook and it's chock full of over 200 plus caption starters, done for you social media post prompts and over 70 pages of templates and resources and tools so that you know exactly what to say to keep your audience engaged, excited and coming back for more consistently. Listen. You know that your content has been a problem for a while. And if that's the case, it's time to get off your booty and actually do something about it. Just for our podcast listeners, you can go over to contentcalendarplaybook.com. That's contentcalendarplaybook.com and get an incredible deal on 90 days of plus of content strategy that's done for you. You're going to absolutely love this new resource. And I know it's going to make a huge difference with helping you stay consistent with your content creation and getting back in the game when it comes to attracting attention for your business. Alrighty, back to the show. <laughs> 